Hello, everyone, and welcome to Scarland Sins of Shelzar, uh, Dead Man's Rest, Season 2, Episode 8. I have the wrong name there, but that's okay. I'll fix that later. Um, I am Travis Legg, your uh, Dungeon Master, Game Master, Story Guide. Uh, I, can, I can never keep track of all the hats that we wear when we're telling stories. Um, and we are going to hop in here and get right back into our tale momentarily but before we do um a couple things i want to make you aware of obviously the reason that we're here to uh celebrate the scarred lands is because dead man's rust is available for pre-order on backer kit um backer kit's actually down at the moment but um that doesn't mean i can't share the link with you and you can't go visit it later um as I just discovered when I opened it momentarily. But yeah, it is available despite the maintenance uh, for a pre-order on back the kit. If you uh, back it there, you get uh, full access to the manuscript and you can start enjoying your adventure in the Hornsaw Forest and Gleaming Valley right away. Um, speaking of things that are available for pre-order, uh, we have 16 hours remaining on the Trinity Continuum Anima Kickstarter, we're 978 backers. And uh, we just, I believe, looks like we just unlocked another stretch goal for, uh, what was that big one that we just hit? Let's see. Um, I was digging through them. Looks like we unlocked the streaming overlay set, so that's neat. And if we can get to uh, 55,000, which is just about, let's see, uh, it's about 1,500 away. Uh, we will unlock a companion book for Anima. Um, if you haven't had the chance to do so, I would highly recommend heading either into our VODs uh, or over to the Onyx Path YouTube channel and checking out the various Anima actual plays. This game is super fun. It's uh, cyberpunk, set the Trinity Continuum, but there's also a lit RPG element in a uh, game within a game where the players are playing part of an MMO. Um, so it is, it is really super cool. It's super fun. Um, the rules around generating that MMO experience are uh, a, a hoot. Um, so I definitely recommend checking that out. Uh, back it while you can. We're running out of time. So if you're waiting for the last minute, as Stanley Spadowski said, this is it. It's the last minute. Um, the other thing that's up for pre-order right now is Trinity Continuum Assassins, which is set in the modern period, uh, basically runs parallel to Trinity Continuum Core, but focuses on people who make the world a brighter and better place uh, through murder and mayhem. Uh, and that you can actually go pre-order right on uh, DriveThruRPG. Um, and when you pre-order it, you immediately get access to the manuscript that's available so far. You'll be rolling out the rest of the manuscript up updates for the duration of the pre-order. And then you'll just get your finished PDF when it's done. So that not that awesome? A uh, whole new way to, to support and get your hands on cool Trinity Continuum stuff. Um, I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, the last thing that I need to uh, pay the bills with, as it were, is I just want to make sure to let everyone know that the Technocracy Reloaded uh, Mage 20th Anniversary Edition Jumpstart 
is now available in POD and PDF over at DriveThruRPG. Uh, this one's near and dear to my heart. I was the developer on it. I uh, did a little bit of writing on it. Um, and I worked with uh, a very dear friend of mine, Lewis Harris, on it, who uh, you might know from like, you know, the Diablo remaster. Uh, he was narrative lead on that. Worked on the Hunter the Reckoning games for Xbox back in the day. Uh, anyway, short story long, um, it's set in our hometown of Rockford, Illinois. It's a big, fun, wonderful adventure. And it contains everything that you need to uh, jump right into the world of Mage the Ascension 20th Anniversary Edition. So I would love it if you'd go pick that up and leave nice words in the ratings and reviews. Um, now that all that is done, we can get back to the reason for the season, which is uh, we are picking back up when last our adventurers met. Um, after an altercation uh, with, correct me if I'm wrong, it was a, a blood reaper mm -hmm. that inspired you to teleport to the nearest cold area, which was uh, one of the roof or one of the mountaintops near the Gleaming Valley. Yep. While totally there was was not afraid of that thing at all. Everything was under control, and I don't know why we left. <laughs> Exactly. And while there, Ithrin was visited by a avatar a page of uh, Frelia, the Snow Queen, the goddess of, of winter, um, and told that she would she was needed. But since she was also carrying a disease, she probably should get that fixed first. Um, this inspired you all to head down the mountainside, uh, go to the Gleaming Valley. And after speaking briefly with one of the Hollow Knights, uh, you came to the conclusion that maybe it was best to quarantine outside of the city walls for now. Um, the rest of the party, uh, as you had separated in the Hornsaw Forest, were uh, hot on your trail. Uh, and by the time they made it to where you had this altercation with the Blood Reaper, all of the people you had been traveling with, save one, were dead. And the one that was left alive, uh, one of the Broadreach elves just kind of shot in the face of precaution because they didn't realize that they were. Don't bring it up, Travis. Um, <laughs> so they got taken out like they were the protagonist of a George Romero film. Um, <laughs> and we'll uh, never know. And you'll never know. That's the, that's the best part. The characters are like, no, this is fine. They just killed a zombie. But all I didn't the players know Sean are like, was in this. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, having said that, you made your way back to. Um, the camp uh, outside of Equius to inform Ravenna, the Howl Legionnaire um, uh, Centurion of your discoveries, at which point you all were going to start making your way to the Gleaming Valley. Does that sound like a fairly up-to-date anything I missed? Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns before we dive in? No, things sounds good. All right, let's dive in. So, um, the journey from Equius to the Gleaming Valley is relatively uneventful. Uh, you may all, as a group, enjoy eight days worth of downtime. Um, so, uh, just kind of going around um 
let's start things off with haiku. Is there anything that you want, wanted to focus on during that travel, during that downtime? Can you come back to me? I absolutely can. Okay. Charlie, do you have anything that you wanted to focus on, work on, try to accomplish during that downtime of travel? Don't think so. Wonderful. Um, Ithrin, uh, while you, you also have some downtime, and I assume you were staying in the, were you planning on staying in, those, in the tents until uh, the others arrived, or were you planning on doing something else? Uh, so I am planning on staying in the tents, but also uh, because you'll let me take a level of cleric at the last level up, uh, Ithrin's going to spend her time trying to figure out like what exactly that means, like meditating and praying and just sort of, you know, the, the soul searching that one would expect. Sure. Um, as you are uh, entering into meditations and prayers, uh, as a druid, you're not unfamiliar with the idea of communing with another being. At the end of the day, on Skarn, druids are effectively worshippers of Denev. Mm -hmm. um, so you, you're, you kind of have some experience in that communal relationship. I would assume that a lot of your meditations and prayers previously uh, would be accompanied with uh, sensations or even visions relating to nature. Um, I mean, she would probably also be like, hey, Natalie, we, we still cool, right? <laughs> I mean, you get about as much answer from Denev as you normally would get. Uh, but the difference, the principal difference that you discover in this is there's a lot of uh, wintry imagery, much more than you've ever encountered before. Um, for example, if you're meditating, you summon an image of a grove in your mind. Uh, that grove, the leaves are dying or dead. Uh, there's snow on the ground, uh, things like that. You feel sort of little bursts of cold during your prayers, uh, things along those lines. And you also start getting sort of this sensation of a pull to the north uh like you know there's there's something in the north uh, is calling to you uh not not so much in a um like holy shit things are on fire get here now but like you are starting to feel like your fate is ultimately going to point you northward if that makes sense yeah that makes sense excellent um and did you have any questions about the addition of cleric? Did you have any system stuff? What domain did you end up going with? Uh, what domain did I? Uh, no subclass pick yet. Oh, beautiful. Um, do you have, by chance, a copy of... Uh, I'll, I'll send you a copy of Voices of the Snow um, Neat. so that you can look at the uh, at that subclass. But while I'm getting ready to do that, um, let's let me bounce back to Haiku. Did you find something that you? Um... Yeah. Are there like any like um, like shops nearby? 
like magical shops? Uh, your only real chance uh, to shop before you get to the Gleaming Valley is going to be um, if you go into Equius to shop, like when you first leave, um, which you are welcome to do. I uh, if we, you like. We keep on getting separated or like lost and you know, losing connection. So I would like something that's like either easier to communicate with each other, you know, or at least uh, if I can't find that, maybe something that that's um just helpful in combat, like some kind of item that's not like I'm a little squishy, I guess. It's not armor, but just I don't know, maybe something that could help me. Can any of us cast sending? I cannot. What look? Is that a cleric only spell? It's a wizard spell as well, and sorcerer too, I believe. And bard. Yeah, I was gonna say I would be most very most surprised if bards yeah. can't do it. Bards, bards cheat. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> Pretty much. You have sending. Yeah. I recently have sending. Like I haven't just been fucking on here with sending all this time. Like, ah, bitches, nobody asks, so I ain't doing it. Um, <laughs> pay the tide. Okay, or maybe something that could be like easier to like you know, so we don't have to like waste a spell slot or something. You know, uh, if we have the ability to cast sending, I could give us sending tattoos. Potentially, don't we need like like money though, or don't you have you have all the equipment you need? I have. I probably have the depending on how much Travis says it would be worth to have a ascending. I probably have the inks. So you you're wanting to make sending tattoos? Yeah, I'm just curious, like what you think that would cost, but well, um. We well, talked about it like a spell scroll. It cost, I think, was the what he had talked about. Yeah, you could always purchase the like a, 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 basically a scroll for each uh, for each tattoo you would build. That would be one way to do it. Um, another option would be uh, so sending stones are uncommon. There's normally two to a set. Um, mm -hmm. So I would say you could do it as an uncommon tattoo, just a, a generic uncommon tattoo. What would be the so? What's tattoo. the cost of an uncommon tattoo? I, I've sent you a. a I'm sorry for that multiple times. Uh, uh, it's no one off the top of my head. Yeah. <laughs> it's in. I, it's, I thought uh, I sent it to you in. Um, Ack Inc. Discord. Oh no! It would be in. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's in. Uh, oh, Xanathar's. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, aside from that, though, while you're working on that math, um, I think there are two options that you can purchase in this um, magic shop in Equius. They do have sets of sending stones. Um, those sets of sending stones uh are it's just a pair and they're directly connected so the they 
don't necessarily let you speak to a person so much as they let you speak to whoever's holding the other stone. Okay. Um, that is one option. What are the chances y'all get separated and both stones are in the same place? It's, it's never likely. happened. Never happens. Yeah. It won't happen. No, it's fine. <laughs> exactly. Um, so those sending stones would be, um, Oh, Hey, you know what I should do? Uh, you can tell that I'm planning on not doing a whole lot of combat today. Cause I haven't opened astral yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> I knew I was forgetting one tab. Indeed. It happens to the best of us. Um, So per set of sending stones here, you are looking at a cost of 300 gold. Mm. The other option is there is... To steal them. <laughs> you can get you know a me. set of uh, rings of the pack. These are much more affordable, but much less utilitarian. What Rings of the Pack do is uh, they're basically simple bands of silver that are um, engraved with intricate designs on them. Um, oftentimes they're made by uh, organizations like the, the Vigils of Vesh, for example, crank these out left and right. Uh, and what they do is they're bound to one another. So while you're wearing one of the rings, you can use a bonus action to sense any of the other wearers who are attuned to the other rings, um, as long as they are within one mile of you. Their location oh. is revealed, and whether they're moving, and if so, what direction they're moving in. So it's a way to, um, it's not so much a outright communications tool as it is a way of knowing exactly where all of your cohorts are. And our party fund is 100 platinum and 1,000 gold. Oh, damn. I forgot we have that. So. As for the cost of the rings of the pack, each individual ring uh, will cost two gold. I'm sorry, 20 gold. Oh, I was like, what a bargain. Cheap, cheap. <laughs> Not a bargain. <laughs> so a good deal. That's a good deal. Oh, <laughs> uh, so that's like so for like one, two, three, one, two, three, four. So five of them that you said twenty gold. That's correct. Yeah, twenty gold each. That could be helpful in other scenarios. So I think I'm gonna buy because there's five of us, right? One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I don't count. It's fine. When Iocles, uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's cool. It's fine. Like we just met you. It's yeah. been like a month. You're like I've dying. Your lives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're like dying though. I'm not, you know, you're supposed best. to be. 
gonna ring. Gonna be cool. We're cool by now, right? It's like, gonna like rust off stuff? of you, and your body falls apart. <laughs> that's their fault. <laughs> you can't drop twenty gold for me at this point. Nah. <laughs> oh, you're all mean. Ithrin has the money. Well, uh, that would be helpful if Ithrin was in was not in the Gleaming Valley. So are you going to buy six uh, rings of the pack or only five? Buying five. I'm, I'm messing <laughs> Excellent. <with you. laughs> I can... Excellent. Go ahead and buy those five. And um, are, you, are you buying any sending stones or no? I am going to come back the last day and steal them. <laughs> okay. Um, just real quick, go ahead and give me a, a sleight of hand check. We'll see. We'll see if you steal them. So I would you know, like it's my to... birthday, so he has advantage, right? What is it your birthday? It's Mike's birthday, so he has advantage. Are you lying to me about Mike's birthday so they can get advantage? But also, I have chameleon skin, so I kind of have advantage anyway. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna um, sneak in one day, chameleon skinned up. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna steal them them sending stones. Can you try to break into the magic shop while it's closed and steal? Um. Was there a like ongoing business the time I was there? Like people coming in and out? I mean, it's a it's a busy area, so. Well, then yeah, like during the daytime, I'm gonna come in, you know. Uh, all people are coming in and out and sneak behind somebody and uh, take them stones. Let's see what we got here. Did you drop that sleight of hand roll? Oh, my bad. And I have advantage on this, right? Uh, how would you have? How do you have advantage? Oh, uh, never mind. It's not twenty plus five. Oh, yeah, you grab he, it. He really wanted those. <laughs> uh, yeah, you absolutely pocket them. I'll just do 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 back out. <laughs> All right. So you have a pair of sending stones and a set of rings of the pack. Um, is there anything that you're doing on the actual, on the journey there? Uh, no. I guess I hand out the rings to everyone that's with me so far. Explain, you know, just in case we get lost again, if we're like within like at least a mile radius, we know where each other's at. Right, those do require attunement. So I don't know what everybody's attunement burdens are right now, but. Um, them to function they need to be attuned what was the um the effect other than locate person was there anything else where they are and if they're moving okay um it's a range of a mile i don't know what locate person is yeah that's basically it um yeah, so it's either going to be a base cost of 501 work week, which I don't know how many days that actually is. Um, because I how need to divide. Yeah. How many days is in a work week? Uh, eight. Because you're in Scarlands. All right. Eight days, eight days a week. Well, that's convenient because I won eight to that. 
so it would be one day. Right. Okay. And, a, and yeah. 125 gold worth of ink to give us a tattoo that would allow us to cast sending once per day. And that is using the inks that you that you got from the um, elves, right? Mm-hmm. And you have you had what like three hundred gold worth of that? Yeah, so I could do two. Do we want to blow that on this though? I mean, you could potentially boost somebody up. So they had like so they can be like a beast in combat too, you know? True. I mean, well, alternatively, like give like uh, like alternatively, uh, I could give either one of you like an invisibility cloak tattoo. Probably. Oh, damn, that's pretty baller too. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's the problem. We don't know what we want. We don't make these choices before we get to the eight days worth of downtime. So let's what else what are what else can we do with tattoos and also what are the what's the ring called again ring of the what rings pack? of the pack of the pack okay no results found uh the rings of the pack are in the skylines player's guide gotcha okay i will just keep that in mind um because wasn't there like a tattoo you wanted to give Alan about to like make her like hit like a million times? Well, I mean, I still have haste as well. Um well, you're looking at one work day per tattoo, right? Yep. For so the third level spell. So there's three of you that are in that are in the travel that would actually be getting this tattoo, right? Because the other two are up in the Gleaming Valley. Yeah. I mean, that's that's one potential. Do we want to do that? I mean, if... if uh, Charlie already has the ability to cast Sending, but I don't think it, it... It's not a Sorcerer spell, and it's not a Warlock spell, I don't believe. No. Bard, Cleric, right. Wizard. Peace. And you... Um... You do have uh, uh, what was I gonna? You have um, no, nope, totally lost it. Oh, uh, you you don't need you, you have someone who can cast the spell, so you don't need to purchase the scroll. You don't right. need to buy spell casting services, but you can only make as many no matter how fast you can reduce it with your um yeah i can only do it as many spell slots that are available as, as often as uh charlie can cast it but that's once per day so right but what i'm saying though is i mean you, you can only build one tattoo a day regardless of anything yeah, else yeah, yeah. because even if i um, got it quicker than once a day yeah i understand um I like the idea of like the invisibility tattoo, but I also don't want to like waste anything that like could be used for somebody else. I mean, it's it's. I'm hey, effectively like considering it. Gab tattoo. What was that? <laughs> I said I say we get haiku a gift of gab tattoo. If you have the spell, you can do it. 
I have it. What is that? You can skillfully reshape the memories of listeners in your immediate area that each creature of your choice within five feet of you forgets everything you said within the last six seconds. Those creatures then remember that you actually said the words you speak as the verbal component of the spell. Oh, that's a... Say something that fucks you. That's an acquisition zinc thing, I think. That's a fun spell. Dark magic, yeah, Jim. Dark magic spell. Yeah. Kind of baller too. I have high charisma, so I could get away with it. That reminds me of what we do in the shadows. It was like you have seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you have you picked up any of the Scarredlands uh, Bard stuff? Alibi is really cool, and there's another one. Um, can't remember the name of it. I'll look it up. But there's a spell where. Uh, Basically, everyone around you hears a conversation that's not the conversation that you're having when you cast it. Um, that one. I just realized I'm wearing a green shirt in front of a green screen. <laughs> you could very well be a floating head. Um, that would be awesome. Um, I will give me and I mean I have like 700 gold worth of tattoo inks from various places that we visited along the way I've kind (laughs) of just considered it party fund because I need to make art in order to like qualify for the next level of my tattoo adept class anyway so like I just I would probably do it just to do it if I knew that Charlie could cast sending then I would probably be like, okay, I'm tired of these. I'm tired of these people splitting off, not telling us where they're going. We're gonna do it. At least we'll all be able to keep in contact now. Yeah, that's cool too. So we can do that. Um, I still have enough to do. Um, probably something like a haste or a greater invisibility. Um. Or an invisibility cloak. So, invisibility cloak was an uncommon magic item, right? Sure. Probably. Said, yeah. I would assume so. Yeah. I'll go look it up. I think it's a major, but I still think it's uncommon. If it's a thing, is it a thing? Cloak of invisibility, legendary. Legendary item. I think you're thinking of a cloak of elven kind. Yeah, cloak of elven kind. It is was the sending uncommon. stone that was the uncommon one. That recently you said something was uncommon, and it tripped in my mind. Yeah, cloak, um, and a cloak of elven kind is uncommon if you wanted to go for something like that, which just gives uh, disadvantage to perception checks made to spy you and gives you advantage on stealth checks made to hide. But you're not like, yeah. you know, the thief from the D&D yeah. cartoon. Yeah. But that would be probably something to give to Alland, who isn't here. So. Right. So, um, so ultimately, which tattoos are who getting? The Sending Stone tattoos? The sending tattoos, I should say, yeah. won't require attunement. A it's just tattoo will require yeah. 
just doing sending for me and for you, Charlie and uh, and Charlie can cast it. So I can cast it. So just us two. Yeah, because we normally wouldn't be able to cast it. So um, that way we can, if we get captured, we can reach out to somebody, or if we get separated, right? Since you have access to sending, are you going to try to do any try to reach out to your compatriots while you're on the way? I would probably test it. Yeah. Okay. But it would mainly just be like, is this thing working? <laughs> <laughs> and who are you going to ask, is this thing on? Uh, and telling them how close we are. Probably Ithrin. Okay. Since so Ithrin was the one that reached out three. to me. Yeah, you are uh, you are contacted by uh, Charlon asking if this thing's on and telling you that we're five days out. Was that what you said? It was like an eight-day travel. Yeah. Yep. Asking you how it's going in the quarantine zone. Uh, cold, but that's not a bad thing. Agreed. Grab some glacial water for me if you get bored. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> you get that uh, message I... the next day because we can only do it once a day. Uh... <laughs> That's fair. Um, so then uh, jumping over to uh, those of you who are still in the Gleaming Valley in your quarantines. Um, or I guess I'm sorry, I'm working my way back around. Alecles, do you have anything that you would like to be doing during this downtime? Uh, a couple of things. Um, one, and I, I believe I believe I mentioned this as we were signing off last time, and I rolled like a stupid like a twenty six performance check or something. But at one point, um, yes. I rolled, yeah, I did. I rolled a nat twenty for performance. But uh, over the first couple of days, um, several times, I'll, I'm going to take my loot out, which some people may or may not have noticed that I carry, um, and just kind of set it in my lap and look at it for a while, and then put it back. And I'll kind of look a little confused about it and sometimes and back and forth. And then eventually I'll start playing it a bit. Um, but in those first first few days, um, being kind of a, a person of faith myself, when I see Ithrin starting to do these meditations and and stuff, um, one of the days I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the tent and go away away from the city. Not, not like not breaking quarantine because I'm not an asshole, but um, I'm going to go up probably about an hour back up the mountain. Yeah. And I'll be gone about a half a day and, and come back. Uh, I'll get up early in the morning one day. Just be like, Ithrin, um, I know you didn't ask, but... I recognize when someone seems to be searching and I thought this might help if you would follow me. Uh, sure. And I'm going to lead Ithrin about an hour up the mountain to where basically in a large snow drift, I have carved out a large section of the snow where you can, where she can sit 
and have like basically wall a wall of snow surrounding her several feet high or basically mm-hmm. just like carved out like a space in the in the snow drift she built it like they, an igloo like they, open, they, open, basically open igloo. kind of an open top, open top <laughs> igloo, yeah um and say um I, I find that familiarity helps with the unknown and i thought this may be of use uh Ithrin's eyes get really really moist and she's like no one's ever done anything this nice for me thank you hopefully um and i'll just kind of reach up and touch one of the rust patches on me on my cheek i'll say hopefully it can be repaid um, but i have a good feeling about you um make yourself at home here um and uh i'll uh i'll cast um uh, protection from good and evil on her and then leave her in in solitude to meditate in a more appropriate place than a military tent beautiful um it's been so touched and we'll definitely spend a whole lot of time here as you're making your way down those back down the mountainside, uh, once you've left Ithrin up top, why don't you just go ahead and give me just a straight up um, perception roll, if you don't mind there, Isle, please. And perception. if I could also have perception rolls from uh, those of you who are on the road. Five. The five. Excellent. You don't notice anything. Nope. I'm distracted by the thing I did. Um, and I, I had mentioned, I think before, as we were signing off that, like when I finally pick it up and play it, it's really towards the end of things. Um, so my only request is that, uh, that, 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 that really baller performance check be kind of in the middle of that when the rest of the group arrives. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but other, other than that, my time will be spent, um, not neglecting my training and my equipment. Excellent. Um, you may reduce your hit point maximum by eight. Um, I'm not not dying. It's fine. Over the course of that eight days, uh, is Alan doing anything? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be bitching and complaining that y'all please make me leave my cart behind and I can't forge anything. Uh, why will you in the military tent? And I'll be probably just practicing hitting things with my hammer to let off some steam um the yeah. hollow knight that you're with says if it's a forge you require one can be brought really and materials and stuff of course my dear do you not know where you are no this I- is a holy city of the god Corian. There's a forge on every block. Sorry. Uh, and you stand in the heart of creation. I wish I could go and see it. I will not. <laughs> and yes, please bring me a forge and uh, a bunch of stuff. You hear his voice echo differently, almost like a, like a more distant echo as he says, um, see to it that the finest forge that is mobile within the city is brought out to the quarantine tent. Um, 
for safety, it's probably best if the iron bread bring it and see to it that they are contactless uh, delivery cleansed magically before they re-enter the city just to be on the safe side. Um, we'll need materials as well. Um, metals, uh, whatever. Bring, bring iron, bring adamantine, bring mithril. Um, and if if Alland at that point can pull themselves away from away from the forge uh, and is uh, doing the training, that's one of the things Iolocles is going to be doing is keeping up his training, and he would be happy to um, spar. Hell yeah, we'll be sparring together then. Awesome. Excellent. Um, you do so. You enjoy uh, a a lovely bit of exercise in your sparring. Uh, Alan, you probably find it pretty disturbing. Um, even when, even though Alacles doesn't, certainly doesn't react every time it happens. Literally every time uh, that you strike or that there's a parry, you are noticing like little flecks of rust falling off of them. Even at sparring speeds. I would... I would make great effort for there to be no reaction. Most of it's not uncomfortable. Um, the biggest problem is that you just, uh, aside from like the general irritation and almost itchiness, um, is sort of a feeling of fatigue, uh, which brings me to the eighth day for you. Uh, go ahead and give me a constitution saving throw, please. Uh, any is advantages? It, it is a disease, and any advantages okay. or anything like that does apply. Yeah, so I'm 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 immune to disease, so I would I would guess there's probably an advantage there. Um, the Since I can't be immune to this one. <laughs> your inherent immunity to disease does not. Um, I have I have advantage on death saves, and then I have immunity to disease. Mm-hmm being charmed and being unconscious and then i have a resistance to poison okay um this so what would happen then is this uh yeah would normally you would suffer disadvantage mm-hmm. on this save just by virtue of being metallic okay um but uh you may make it as i'll, I'll let you go ahead and make it as normal because you are you, you are immune to disease by virtue of being paladin in a 17. All right. Um, you do not gain exhaustion from the disease. So you are a little tired, but it's not like um, it's not whittling away your ability to re- recover yet. And I imagine a lot of the sparring would probably be in the early days while the mobile forge is being set up and stuff before all starts getting distracted by the by that. And then um, once that's done and then they're a little more distracted by that and I start kind of feel the fatigue, it'll probably be a lot of like um, uh, doing form work by myself, working through, you know, the different uh different sword forms and and shield forms and things like that where there's less um physical demand and you know uh put on me by other people um but without showing i would i would i would not allow any sort of like i'm weak pity me it just it's not in him beautiful um 
And whilst all that's going on, I did ask those of you who are traveling on the road to give me a perception check. What were your results? 15. Excellent. That bear is a one. Excellent. You don't know shit. What'd you get, Charlie? 10. 10? Okay. Uh, so most of you don't notice anything. Most of the Legionnaires don't notice anything. But when you're about four days out from uh, the Gleaming Valley, Charlong, you notice something odd lying ab- above, kind of swoop, kind of circle around a couple of times. Uh, looks like maybe it's uh, a flying creature doing some sort of recon. Um, it's hard to tell at this distance because it's flying pretty high up. Uh, but it does appear to uh, have sort of a arrangement of limbs that you might expect from like a mock dragon or a drake or a chimera or something along those lines. It's definitely a, a four-legged creature with a lengthy tail and head. Uh, and there's definitely a, a surprising wingspan on it. Um, the other bit that you notice is that um, you can even see from down here, the wings are not completely cohesive. There are holes large enough in the wings uh, in irregular places for you to notice from the ground. I'll remind people to look up because no one ever looks up. What's that up there? By the time you pointed out, a couple of legionnaires look. One of them pulls out a spyglass. Be mindful. That looks like it might be a storm rack dragon, and it looks wounded. a storm rack dragon so during the um divine war uh the true dragons at one point basically told the gods and the titans to um take turns fucking themselves and took off um because the titans had lost access to that firepower they took uh elemental rack which is kind of this if you would imagine raw elemental energy that has been imbued with hatred and pain and suffering. Um, and they took that and they made dragons out of it. Um, so the storm rack dragons are, are built out of a mixture of storm energy and uh, pain and suffering and loathing. That's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. Uh, the rack dragons are thought to be close to extinct um, and are also, depending on who you ask, responsible for anywhere from 10 to 50% of the damage done to Gelspad during the Divine War. Okay, so I think that's Storm Rack Dragon. Let's not piss that thing off. 
I don't know what it would be doing flying at all, let alone around here. But we'll maintain a vigil. And they continue. Is there anything else that y'all are doing uh, on, on the way there after you've discovered that there was a storm rack dragging overhead? Whenever we like break, does it just like circle us like in our area? Does it stay with close? No, it only show you only notice it the one time. Uh okay. seems like it maybe did like a flyby while you were in the in the midst of of a day's um journey. I don't know what injured that thing. That it didn't stick around and finish it off. Okay. Well, on that note, the eighth day arrives. You all reunite as you as you and the century of hollow legionnaires make your way up the road. Uh, you can definitely hear this amazing, like virtuoso performance on a lute uh, emanating from uh, the tent out front of the city. The tent set up what I say about a hundred feet away from the city gates. Um, and there are a couple of guards who are uh, manning that front gate and as soon as they see the, the sentry approaching they sort of step forward and, and blow some horns uh, the discordant tone of which um, is almost offensive to your ears in light of this beautiful loop music that you're hearing. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll do what I can to kind of like wrap <laughs> the loop music around the tones and kind of like I'll change the beat and and like change change the I'll even change like the like the count and everything and and see if I can like pull it in so it doesn't completely fucking ruin things. <laughs> uh, you managed to save your performance just fine, but there is that moment of like from everyone um, as the horns interrupt it. Uh, you, you recover with no problems. And, uh, once the horns have been blown, uh, they do call out and say, um, we've been informed you might be carrying an illness and we have to ask you to stay outside of the city. And I'll, I'll, when I hear the horns, I'll go and I'll, I'll, uh, after I kind of recover the performance, I'll, I'll step outside and hold my hand up to them and say, uh, Ithrin's, Ithrin's nearby. Holland is in the forge, that tent there. Welcome to the Gleaming Valley. Huh. I fucking hate it here. It's cold as shit. What are we doing? Waiting on you. It's not even that cold in the Gleaming Valley. It's like a nice summer day. Oh, is so, it? Okay. Compared to what you're used to, though, probably still cold as shit. Yeah, I'm a tiefling. I like. Yeah, it's like 70. And you're from Shelzar. You're from a place that's routinely like 120 degrees. Um, and so, I like it. <laughs> so yeah, um, it's we've we've been waiting on you. Um, I I'm home, but the rest of you, I can go get Ithran if you'd like. She's meditating, most likely. Um, I'll end in the forge. I'll let them know you're here. I'll head over to all in the forge. I'll I'll go jump on my mount. Um, so then instead of an hour's walk, it's 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 like a twenty minute ride. 
um and since my mount's celestial in in nature i'll just i'll just and it hasn't been ridden in a while wear his ass out we'll get there quick <laughs> right. uh so you dash up the side of the mountain i'll get back to that yeah. in a moment um you walk into where uh alan is working on the forge um what are you working on in there alan um i'm working on a shield okay anything like a big particular? shield like a tower i want to make a... a shield for Iolocles, but i don't want to presuppose that he would want a shield so i'm trying to make it like uh Corian themed and everything i'm trying to make it like a really nice shield because you know he totally saved our asses with that uh awful creature <laughs> back in the thing okay uh go ahead and give me a um let's do uh you can either rely on your dexterity or your intelligence whichever one you prefer and add your proficiency bonus uh to see how this shield is progressing along okay uh that's 12. all right um you've got the basic you got the basic form down you've not added any where that you're particularly impressed with uh but you know basics first um it's functional it is abs it will absolutely stop a blow um and yeah uh you see um haiku come walking in uh i see haiku and i'm like Come warm up by the forge. <laughs> I definitely do. Also, and work the billows. You're here now. <laughs> oh, when he gets close, I think I'm going to pull him in, in like a one arm hug, you know, just kind of like and continue doing what I'm doing because I don't want to show him how much I missed him, but I'm just going to like pull him by the neck like this and like let him go. I was like, it's good to see you, Haiku. Yeah, he like winces for a bit because he doesn't like being touched, but he's like, it's it's Alan, it's Alan, it's Alan, it's Alan, it's Alan. You know? <laughs> and it's like, you know, a, a band of like steel muscle wrapping her. I mean, you know, she's a, a particularly muscular iron bread. So it's like being hugged by a Clydesdale. Kind of, you know? <laughs> Just like, literally and then i let you go <laughs> to see you <laughs> like took you guys long enough <laughs> sorry we uh teleported away it's all good uh, here's uh this in case happens again i'll hand her one of the sending stones awesome Thank you. Thank you so much. New tat too, by the way. Six tat behind the ear, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. What does it do? Uh, let's me, uh, for now, it's just like a regular sending uh, spell in case you don't, you don't have this, you know, or anybody else doesn't have this. Nice. That's so cool. I need to get a tattoo from Charlene later. But. Yeah. Did you guys get into any trouble on your way here or? Um, no, it's been pretty quiet, honestly. Uh, we ran into some zombies, but you know, they're, they're, they're dead. Um, and then we ran across this like weird thunder dragon thing, uh, but it didn't attack us or anything. Uh, did you say you ran into some zombies? Yeah, but don't worry about it. No big deal. You know? <laughs> so what are uh, you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, like a dry swallow. <laughs> Uh, I'm making a gift for Yalikles since he totally saved our butts when we came across a um, blood reaper. So 
Oh yeah, that's what we. That's what the zombies are around. Yeah. I'm trying not to meet your eye. I'm just like <laughs> looking at the fire. <laughs> you know, I'm just like, not, I'm not gonna ask anymore. <laughs> <laughs> like oh. Like, like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> you know, <laughs> my voice didn't get high or anything. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, good to have you back. Where's everybody else? I think they're all just collecting themselves out there. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Oh. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> this like this is all we will ever say about this. We will never bring it up again. <laughs> I'm like fiddling with stuff. It's like an awkward silence. I'm just like fiddling with like my equipment. <laughs> oh man, just snuggle by the fire. Yep. Excellent. So, um, as you are uh, or as you see the, those two sort of wander off into their into the forge tent, uh, what's Charlie doing? I don't know. I'll probably just wander into the forge tent and just like kind of hunker down okay. like in a corner. All right. Um, as you were, uh, riding up to the area, Iolocles, where, um, Ithrin is praying, go ahead and give me another perception roll, if you don't mind. That's better. 19. I don't know how I got a five last time. No, wait, hold on. That's the wrong. Uh, rolled a four. So, uh, 16. Okay, excellent. This time you do see, like, as you are probably, you're probably five minutes from where Ethrin is at. Um, you do see up close because you're up much higher. Um, probably 500, 700 feet, maybe away. Um, you see a storm rack dragon. Uh, but immediately it strikes you as something unnatural about it, something beyond the normal blasphemy of creating a rack dragon in the first place. It's um, not wounded, it's undead, isn't it? This thing is missing a portion of its face. Yeah. Its eyes are both milky. I knew it. And uh Above and beyond that, uh, you see a cloaked figure riding its back. Those uh, those bastard necromancers made this curse, and now they're monitoring it. The, That's what's uh, happening. The, the cloaked figure is definitely wearing the robes of a necromancer of Liberato. Yeah. How far away are they? Uh, probably 500 feet when you spot them. That is outside of short bow range, and I don't have a long bow. All right. <laughs> I, um, you know what? When I see them, 
the uh, about I'll, I'll rear up. It's the only thing worse than a than an enemy scout is an enemy scout that makes it back. <laughs> I'm gonna rear up and with not but a word or two divine word to Corian a light shaped like my holy symbol shoots up 10,000 feet into the air so I cast holy beacon okay um, this pulls you out of your meditation on a clear day in a good line of sight can be seen for 30 miles. <laughs> uh, this thing going off literally like behind your head. <laughs> it gets your attention. And, and it draws the attention of all those of my faith, which is a city. <laughs> right. <laughs> you just get jumped by a city. <laughs> yeah, that's the plan. Cause I have a short bow and it's too far. <laughs> Um, you see those of you who are, uh, well, Ithrin, you see the Holy beacon go up behind you. Um, it draws your attention and then that immediately draws your attention over to the, uh, undead storm rack dragon that's flying nearby. Um, I mean, looking Ithrin's first inclination is to just fucking hide. Okay. Um, you may do so. Go ahead and make a stealth check. Dig in the snow. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. That's a 10, but I have advantage. Oh, that's much better. That's a 17. Excellent. Um, you drop down and you get in a good vantage point where you can see uh, what's going on? Those of you who are in the forge tent, you hear some commotion outside, and you can see like brightness creep in in the seams of the tent. Like, imagine the sun moving out, you know, the clouds clearing from the sun on a very, very cloudy day, and all of a sudden it's super bright. It's that level of shift inside the tent. The ones that can respond to this are much more powerful than I am. <laughs> um, much more a bit yeah you gotta be you gotta be packing a, a some fairly decent spell slots to uh yeah cast what's about to be cast a lot in in uh that quarantine section uh are those of you in the tent doing anything to respond when you see this flash of light i definitely would head out of the tent and see what that is because yeah oh shit it's brighter now yeah you as well charlie yes yeah as the four of you step out of your various where I don't remember where Charlene went, but um, as you step out and look outside, uh, you see like dozens of the scent of, of the legionnaires that are in the century that's out front, like grouping up into like groups of eight and then they just disappear. Um, the hollow knight that's with them walks out and looks over and says, I fear that Iolocles may be in danger. Um, if you would like to stay here and defend your forge, you may. Otherwise, you may accompany me. Yeah, we're going. There's a fight over there. We're going. 
uh, he nods and you all teleport to Alicle's side. Um, all told, there's about 75 members new, of this army that appear. New um, quarantine members? Um, and these, well, these are all <laughs> ones that are already quarantined. Mm. Okay. These are all ones that are already quarantined. As soon as they show up, I point and I say, he can't get away. All right. They're involved. And I'll, I'll, like I point to him, I say, they can't get away. They're involved. And I point to the rust on my face. They're involved. Well, and I wasn't going to have us fighting tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice try. Look at the, <laughs> who, like Wolverine. Who are you? Who are you gaming for? I mean, like we're <laughs> we've killed everything that, that got in our way. I love how Travis is like. I'm not planning any combat, and then I'm like, I'll summon an army. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, All the tokens. <laughs> I love it. It's great. <laughs> I don't think D&D was meant to be like like fought with like 75 plus characters. <laughs> no, and as a DM, I apologize for the number of things kept up with in this battle. It's I'll, uh... <laughs> Oh, that's okay. This module is built to deal with this uh, very eventuality. Well, eventualities like this. But what were you going to say, Frank? Uh, I'm going to cast haste on uh, like as we're doing teleport. Uh, I'll cast haste on uh, Alland. My brain completely blanked there for a second. You're like like as, soon as, you, as soon as you get done uh, answering the Holy Beacon, as it were? Yeah, or as we're rounding up into a circle to get teleported. So, yeah. Well, uh, so you will have haste on you for a minute, Alland? Awesome. Ten rounds. Almost there. Here we go. Thanks, Charlotte. Anybody else getting off any like here's my last minute prep spell? I think uh, I did mine. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, how far is it in the in the sky? They're five hundred feet from where you teleport to. Oh, I can't even reach it. Never mind. But no. Uh, can I see Ayala, please? Yeah. Once you look down the mountainside, yes, you can. And it looks like oh. you're getting ready to fight. Um, they're like this thing is beyond my reach and range. So I throw up the holy symbol and probably stow the shield and grab my short bow and 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 like I'm turning my steed and probably getting ready to go try to go up the mountain a little farther or closer in that direction or something. But um yeah, I mean it's <laughs> about the time you turn around, like after I throw the thing and you turn around, like I'm stowing my shield and getting my short bow and paladins are going. Okay. Uh, all right. In that case, Ithrin is going to um, get within 60 feet of you and then cast Shield of Faith. Ooh. 
Uh, so have plus two to your AC for the next 10 minutes or until my concentration breaks. Puts me at a 20. Is is this a good time to cast uh, Know Your Enemy? Uh, you certainly can. And that's, uh, that's uh, one of your maneuvers, right? Yeah, it's one of my... It's not a maneuver, but it's an uh, ability that I got from my level up. It means if I spend a minute observing uh, another creature outside combat, I can learn information about its capabilities, including strength, dexterity, constitution, armor class, current HP, in total class levels. That requires you to watch them outside of combat. You're probably oh. not going about to get that luxury, um, unfortunately. Interesting. I would assume someone is going to make an attack very, very soon here. If only I had anything that could reach. But I assume some of the people coming in have long bows instead of short bows. Hopefully Along some of way, them. My long bow is only 400 feet, though. With disadvantage, you can go to 600, I believe, for a long bow. Interesting. Yeah, I'm most pretty sure I'm pretty sure a longbow is like it's like 150 feet. Uh, 600 for a longbow. Uh, yeah. You have because you don't have a standard longbow. You have a razor bow, right? Uh, yeah, I have a razor. That's bow. why. Um, so the archers are going to uh, fire. Here's how we're going to do this. Um, there are 75 people up here. Out of that 75. Twenty-six are effectively archers at this point, um, so they will be able to kind of fire in a volley. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, we're just going to assume that you all have the first initiative, as it were, uh, so you can decide uh, what order you would like to uh, act in. It's up to you. Um, it, would anyone like to uh, go first, I guess, or assume a command position? I don't have much I can do attack-wise, um, but of those, of those archers, how many are people who were strong enough to actually cast a spell to bring people with them like how many how many of those are powerful enough that they responded to the beacon rather than being brought with someone who responded to the beacon uh it would be safe to assume based on the numbers that of people that you're seeing um that about 10 of the people present must have cast holy beacons answer okay so of those 10 I'll find one that's holding a longbow, um, and I'm going to cast Divine Favor on them as a bonus action. Okay. Um, which will just give them some bonus radiant damage. Um, Excellent. So I'll, it'll give them D4 bonus radiant damage for whatever that happens to be worth. I can only target one person so i'll i'll that's why i want to find somebody who cast a spell and find somebody with the highest chance of, of actually doing something with it wonderful um and i'll look to this and did this uh, this centurion came and i'll look to him and i'll say they're involved he can't get away 
And uh, the Hollow Knight shouts, archers! The archers all ready themselves. Um, Charlie, any action you would like to take? I understand this is a kind of an absurd range, but... Give that inspiration to one of the archers. Are you there, Charlie? Not hear me? No, I couldn't. There you are. Sorry. Oh. I'm sorry, the damn cat's in the way. Um I lost track of like I So we, you were sitting in, in a circle of about 75 Howl Legionnaires. Okay. About 25 of them have bows and arrows. Okay. Um I was I my hearing is driving me crazy. Um no, you're fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could kind of think like I don't have any anything other than bardic inspiration. But, okay. Um you don't have any means of like teleporting yourself closer or anything like that? You can certainly hand a bardic inspiration to the nearest archer or to the hollow knight if you wish. Archer. Excellent. You'd see nearby one of them that I cast Divine Favor on, and you'd see his bow like take on kind of a radiant glow. Yeah, so you could stack that one or you can grab a different one. It's up to you. Excellent. Um, how about uh Ithrin? Now Ithrin, you're above everyone else. Um, if you look at the relief on the map. Uh, that's basically a straight up. So you're about 40 feet above everyone else. Um, what would you like to do? Um, all right. So I've cast the one concentration spell, so I can't do another one. I, I could cast ice storm on the dragon. Uh, what's the range on Ice Storm? Uh, 300 feet. And what's the radius of it? 20 feet. Probably won't reach. Okay. With 60 feet reach? No. Okay. <laughs> No, it's like 500 feet off. Um, all right, then I'm going to hold my action and see what it does. Um, and what my friends do. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Charlone. Uh, so... Is up closer? Like if I scaled up the mountain, am I 90 no. feet closer? Okay, it's kind of... No, no. It's further away. Um, the peak is not toward... All right. Cool. Uh, then I suppose I'm just waiting for... 
the the archers then. Or for you to get hit. the archers as well. Yeah. All right. Holland. I have nothing that I can do at that range. Yeah, me neither. I'm gonna shake a fist to the dragon. Come here so I can hit you. I will, I will do this since I, since, I have, since I was on my mount. Um, Allen has that razor bow. Mm-hmm. I'll ride by Allen and say, come if you want and reach a hand down. And then I'm going to ride and dash 120 feet, which puts us 380 feet instead of 500. Because my mount has 60 feet of movement. All right. Cool. I'll get not on. Quite, not quite there, but closer. Well, yeah, if that's how how many feet? 160 feet now? Uh, so I, I can, with my mount, we can move 120 feet. And it was 500 feet away, so it'd be 380 away. And I can hit it with my boat. Uh, yes, you'll be a disadvantage. Okay, I'll try. All right, go ahead and make your attack check, please. I was like, swoop all end up onto my celestial warm out and just bail just gone full speed it was eight with disadvantage so i goes wide but it's fine you also you're also hasted so you get an additional action on every yeah, turn and you have and, and you can take the attack action twice so you yeah, have so, I get three, so you attacks. have three attacks yeah okay so let's do the second one that's a th- eight again uh seven so no for the second one and then for the third arrow net 20 or 19 so 24 the third one hits i feel like i was like mother (laughs) the third one is gonna hit it uh the third one's when we're the closest too because it's like as you guys were riding right exactly Uh, yeah 12 damage wonderful um and is that are your arrows themselves magical in any way? Uh, no, they're not. I should start making magical arrows <laughs> for the I amount mean, of things we hit, consider that don't have piercing damage. Or, uh, yeah, so what was the damage on that? Uh, 12. Wonderful. So hold on. It, it's possible to get closer to it on the ground? Yeah, you can get closer to it, okay. yes. I would have moved towards it then. What? With triple my You're move full. speed because I'm aggressive. Okay. I probably keep up with the horse. I think. Can you... All right, so yeah, just... I moved and I moved and dashed on the horse. It was like 120 feet of movement. I got yep. 90 out of mine, I think. Nice. So you just That's very frightening. It's straight up. Very uh, nice. It's a better than arrow. You're a very fast orc. <laughs> um, and actually, when I'm at 90 feet, I'll thunderstep 90 feet closer. Okay. Ooh. So one of the tattoos on my body like would flash and you'd see me go from behind you to in front of you by about the same amount of distance. And sorry, one more time, your damage result was what? 12. 12, thank you. 
So I'd put you 320 feet. Yeah. For. Yeah. Total of yeah, 180 so. feet closer. Yeah. So 300, 320 feet from it. Wonderful. Um, haiku. Um, is is this where I'm beeping? Is it like higher of, a, of elevation? So it's flying basically parallel to the elevation where you're at. If there is a higher elevation than you, uh, everyone else is basically on the same plane roughly. My assumption would be that as you're moving closer to it, you're moving along this lip of the mountainside to get... Where are you at? Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Let me scroll way out. But my assumption is, is that you're all moving along the that lip. Oh, so this... All this is like a cavern, essentially, right? Like it's... Well, it's uh, you're up the side of a mountain at this point. Gotcha. Okay. So I will... Um... I'm going to move my 30 feet closer. Uh, I moved Dialocles 120 feet, but I think I think the dragon, I don't I don't think we were we were right. I can cut that back. No, you're fine. Okay. And then I'm going to uh one of the tattoo on my hand is going to glow when I use the yeah, misty step to get 30 feet closer. You'd probably be more if you can see where I'm ping pinging. Closer to the lip, basically, because that's the edge. I don't see a ping, but I'll just move back to there. Yeah, so you could go up a bit, um, like. I think the I think the math and the thing is doing five foot squares, and we're probably at like ten feet squares. Oh, like with the yeah, actual I, distance. So I just cut it in half. I just brought me back half the distance I went. Right on. That works for Ish. me. Yeah, because it's it's doing five feet for math, but but I think I think it I think they're ten feet to make the the distances work. I think the squares are ten feet. So yeah, let me. Uh, we should probably do about half of whatever it says on the on the tabletop. That works for me. Or let's see, I might be able to fix that real fast. I did not have the time to build this model to scale, as Doctor Brown said. You're welcome. All right, there we go. Now the scale should match up a little bit closer to right. Okay. All right, yeah, then I, I walked and then uh, used my tattoo to misty step a little further, a little closer. So I'm right there. Excellent. Get closer my next turn. All right, so now here's what I'd like you all to do. Uh, each one of you will Give me a combat roll for the archers. Uh, the archers have a attack bonus. Of plus five. And these are the disadvantage will be uh, basically um, canceled out by the aid action that everyone's taking with one another. Um, 
and the, they will also be able to use the volley action, which uh, in addition to the attack that each one of you will make, uh, the dragon and its rider will both need to make a dexterity saving throw. So plus five, so 17. 16 for mine. Even with a plus five, I rolled an eight. Excellent. So it's a you, D20, right? Yeah. Yeah, just a D20, and then you have a plus five. It'll, it'll be a 19. Eighteen. And did I have to roll? Yes, each one of you. So I'm just having you all roll for for the archers to. Yeah, I think I think like each of us are rolling for a group of archers, basically. Plus five. That's correct. Yeah, it was a nine. Sorry. Sure. Uh, so who got eighteens or higher? I did. I did. So two of you hit. Uh, the damage from those bows, you may roll uh, 2d8 plus 4. And I need to make two dex saves. Be 11 from me. And then the other one was uh, Milena. Yeah. I like it. I like it when the DM rolls and the numbers are low. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, the dragon will use one of its legendary saves to uh, make the save against uh, Valley. You said 13? 14. 14. Excellent. So we have 11 and 14. Is that correct? Am I, remember, am I remembering these numbers correctly? Yes. Sorry, I have. So 25 all in from from the two of us. Yeah. You are uh, fucking this dragon up uh, as you they just shower the area uh, with various bits of wooden detritus. Um, give me half a second. All I can picture right now is Gimli being like, it's still only one. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Um, They start swooping in. Oh, that's not what I thought was going to happen. Going for a full a full dash. Yeah, get cool. closer. This makes me happy. This is the opposite of what I expected, and it is everything that I hoped for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want him closer. Giggity. <laughs> uh, so they're going to go full movement. So that's going to bring them in 120 feet. But so we did we did 120, he did 120. I'm putting 260 from me and you, Olin. Awesome. Okay, that's still a little far to be out to be affected by any of the dragon's abilities quite yet. 
Um, but its writer, on the other hand, may have a trick up her sleeve. Oh. Oh, what do I have? Not quite yet. Uh, she will spend this turn just... She's going to take the dodge action. Good for her. Just in case. All right. Uh, it is time for our second round. Uh, Ithrin uh, and Charlung, or no, Ithrin was the only one that was holding action at this point, right? Or or was Haiku uh, as well, right? Yeah. Was, so I was holding now. My, my friends are all suicidal, so I am going to use my whole action to get closer to uh, Iolocles, Haiku, and Charlung. So I can like help them out of whatever nonsense they're about to propagate. Or we're coming back. <laughs> you took the bait. So I'm just it moving took the, him where I would have been. Oh, sorry. Took the bait. Time to reel it in. All right. Uh, you may all repeat your actions unless you have something different you would like to do this oh. round. Uh, any changes for uh, what Alapis would like to do? Gonna turn. Uh, uh, gonna let gonna let Allen go first. We're gonna let Allen know and say they took the bait. We're going back. Gonna draw them in. Take your shots, and let Allen get their three shots off before uh, I turn and move back towards the group and try to draw the the dragon and the rider in. All right. Go ahead and make your uh, attacks there, Allen. And uh, not at a disadvantage now because we're not moving, right? No, you're not at a disadvantage because they came closer. Okay. Let's do it. So you'll be just attacking normally. Uh, 21. That will hit. 18. That will hit. And 19. Yeah. Hit. You put three arrows into the dragon. Go ahead and roll damage on all three of those, please. Cool. As you're getting close, as it's getting closer, and you can now see where your arrows are heading, it's just going through the scales, and like scales are flaking off. There's this like black ichor that's leaking out where where, it, where it's hitting. I feel you, bro. I'm sick too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So twenty damage total. Excellent. And uh, and you're gonna dash, right? Uh, well, my mount is uh, myself. However, for a second, I'm going to take. Hmm. Let's take a look at my spells real quick. Uh, 
Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to lose two short bow attacks, which will still be at disadvantage. Okay. Um, because of distance. Because we're still a couple hundred feet out. Um, so it'll be an 11 and a natural one. Excellent. The first one goes wide. On the second, your bow snaps. I just throw it to the ground and I look at it all. I'm like, I fucking hate these things. Uh, <laughs> and I, just, I pull my, I pull up, like I unsheathe my sword and pull my shield back out and then turn around and uh, Mount will move and dash back to uh, not directly towards the group, but like at a, like a, like kind of like, uh, kind of like that kind of spread. Okay. Perfect. Excellent. Uh, Ithrin, any action from you at this point? I am going to move closer to Iolocles. So. So you're going to climb down the side? Yeah. All right, go ahead and give me a, a athletics check. You have advantage, I believe, by virtue of being a Slytherin for climbing this. Or you just have climb proficiency. Speed. All right, yeah, go for it. 16. Yeah, you make it down the side of the mountain with no issue whatsoever and can move your full move. Awesome. All right. I have moved myself. Uh, and that is it for my turn. Uh, yeah, that's it for my turn. Excellent. I'm, I'm still concentrating on divine favor on the higher level archer guy. Excellent. And that adds a D4 to the attack roll. So make sure when you... A D4 of radiant, yeah. D4 of radiant damage. Okay, so make sure you're tracking that on your roll. Also... uh, Plus two to the last one, then. Okay. Um, Plus two damage from the last one? Yeah. Radiant, if it it matters. Um, I will double check if it does. While I'm double checking if it does... uh, Charlone, do you have an action? Uh, yeah. If it's coming, it's flying like it's coming right for us. Yes, so to speak. It's coming right for us. Uh, Then I'll use another charge. It has Patrick Duffy for a leg. Yeah. Uh, Then I'll use another charge from my uh, and um, my tattoo ability and dash and move. So 60 plus 90 is 150. 150. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to go like side of the group. Okay. So to speak, like diving out of the way. 
we're trying to spread out kind of a hole in the line. I mean, it's a dragon. It's going to have a breath yeah. attack. Yeah. So groups are bad. <laughs> All right. If it decides to come for me, you've seen me basically blink like twice in a row now. <laughs> You're assuming I can move. Yeah. Yeah. And that brings us to Charlie. Are you going to uh, take any actions yourself? Guess I'll move. Delete that short bow from my gear. What are these five? Uh, these are 10 foot squares. Oh. Most of the archers are remaining grouped up. Uh, and you notice several of the legionnaires who have spellcasting capabilities are uh, touching the arrows of the archers as the archers are loading them. As you see, 25 spellcasters cast multiply missile. Um, I don't, I might have moved too far. If I did, I'm sorry. You're good, I think. Um, anything besides the movement? It was like, I was just set for a Sunday ride, man. <laughs> no. That's it. I am finished. Okay. Um, so... Did anyone else did I not get anyone this round? Uh, me. I'm just gonna um, move and then dash right over, right over here. That's my turn. All right, beautiful. Uh, you can now each make your attack roll for the archers. A couple things to remember: don't forget to incorporate your d4 if you do in fact hit James. And um, when you're rolling for yours. Uh, Charlie, don't forget that you gave Bardic Inspiration, so they will use that Inspiration die, so you can add that to your attack roll. That's a big, fat, natural one. Excellent. Un unless... Use your Inspiration! I know I know they had previously had been at disadvantage due to range, cancelled by help action. Did he close enough distance that it is now a normal roll, given advantage by the help action, so that I can tell that natural one to fuck off. Uh, that is accurate, yes. Ha ha! Uh, none of the attacks will suffer disadvantage. Uh, and in fact, all of them would have advantage. On top of the help action, they also would have advantage from multiply missile. 12. We're rolling again. Still doesn't hit. Yeah. So you'll have advantage uh, on those rolls. Yep. Everybody go ahead and roll for the archers. I got um, a 16, which I know doesn't hit. Rolled. Really bad. I got uh, 23. a 22. 23. Nice. nice. Excellent. And Charlie, you can add your inspiration die to that attack roll as well. Oh, I rolled. Yeah, 18. Excellent. So those will hit. 10. Do I also have advantage yes. on this roll? Let me try again. A four. Wonderful. <laughs> So Charlie, Ithrin, and uh, Haiku's archers all hit. Uh, now, this will actually be um, 
it triples the damage dice. So I need you all to roll 6d8, please, from the multiply missile. <laughs> <laughs> and when what you see from, from where you're at, what you see is that entire part of the mountain range disappears under like the sky blacks out as these arrows go firing forward. 32 damage on my end. Uh, 28 from me. Sick. We're going to level up again. No. <laughs> and what did you get, Charlie? 26. Excellent. After the volley of missiles, the dragon now um, missing massive portions of its flesh with huge bits of exposed uh, skeleton beneath continues rushing forward. Oh, cool. Cool, 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 cool. That's no reason to be concerned about that. We're fine. We're fine. Yeah, fine. Fine. Thank you. All right, you're still a little bit out of range there for its uh, its frightful presence does not affect you yet. Uh, you notice the rider is definitely casting a spell on its back. But it doesn't seem to be having any effect. It's going to target any of you. Does it look like it's casting on the dragon? It does look like it's casting on the dragon. Cool. Nothing to be concerned about there. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, good. no, this is exactly how it was always going to go down. No, no, this is planned. It's, it's all under control. This is exactly how we planned it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Fine. <laughs> you know, if anybody from in the city who wasn't in quarantine, you know, I know there's a lot of rumors about quarantine that talk about how all the cool people are there. If they want to join that, they're welcome to come out here. <laughs> um, okay, she will cast that spell using a Sixth level spell slot. So that's a lot. Also, okay, excellent. Also, yes. So, how how close is the dragon to the rest of the group at this point? Uh, it's two hundred forty feet from the nearest member of the group. Two hundred ten feet from the nearest member of the group, which is Haiku. Okay. Um. You all have one more uh, round of attacks uh, that you may make. What would you like to do, uh, Charlong? Oh, I'm exploring options. Come back. All right, uh, Alan, you're still on uh, the back of the horse, right? Yeah, I'm going to continue with my plan that's working flawlessly. <laughs> you just keep shooting arrows at it? Yeah, but can I aim for the rider? You can aim for the rider, absolutely. I, I will aim for the rider this time. 
Wonderful. Go ahead and make your three attack checks, please. Yeah, because, you know, poking the bear is exactly what is needed in the situation. That's 18. 24. And 8. So two hit. Two of those do hit. Go ahead and roll your damage on both of those. Four. Hey, you know. And 11. You put an arrow in each of her shoulders. And then they flick her off from a distance. <laughs> Fun fact. It's very tiny. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what the damage is. <laughs> it's for me. They still make concentration checks. In the event that they're casting concentration spells, that is true. You, you see? Even one damage would do it. Um, um, Iolocles is going to look at Alan and say, I think this is a good place to split. I agree. <laughs> and give I not push not, sh- not push Iolocles off, <laughs> but like like kind of grab under one arm and kind of do the, 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 like the lift and be like, and this is the exit. Are you all, uh, Did you just shove me from your car? <laughs> great question. Um, Kinda, more, more like I picked you up and set you down off of it. You can't lift me, bro. Like, I'm I, three tons. Of my muscle. lift is very good. Does everyone, is everyone comfortable with going a little long tonight? Yeah. Yes. Excellent. My my lift um, is five hundred and seventy pounds. Yeah, so you, can move. Dale. <laughs> you, can, you can move, Alan. Barely. Um, <laughs> it's rough, but we're there. <laughs> you dislocate your shoulder in the process. No, you do Excellent. like that, Cheryl, like toss Cheryl a hand and swing him. Yeah, no, I, <laughs> I, I I still I still don't have anything. Um, that hits at that range. So let's well, make an arcana check that you can make it a disadvantage. Sure. Let's see. Disadvantage. Roll. Oh, that yet. Yeah. Nope. That was a, get... a natural one, which became a five. Oh, yeah. You don't yeah. know shit about what's going on. Uh, Ithrin. Do you have an action? Uh, yeah. Am I within range of casting spells on the dragon from where I am? Anything that's 220 feet or less, yep. 220 or less. Or 220 or more, I should say. Sorry. It's late. This is only the third game I've run in the last three days. Oh, no. Uh, so three hundred. I'm, I'm looking forward to my day off tomorrow. <laughs> I'm jealous you get one of those. Yeah, I rarely. rarely oh, I mean, day off from streaming. But please, uh, <laughs> you were, uh, you were uh, saying it. Oh, I'm contemplating casting freezing sphere on the dragon. Freezing sphere. Yes. Give it a shot. Uh, okay. 
All right, let's do this. Spend the charges. Okay, so uh, it is 10d6 damage. Um, it saves uh, constitution at 15. Oh, excellent. And what happens on a successful save? Uh, Which it does make. Oh, God, it does. Half damage. All right, go ahead and roll that damage. Oh, I just did, and then I had to click it away. All the damage dice. There's my game log. 35. 35. All right, so I will paint a picture for you of what happens. You throw this freezing sphere at the dragon. It hits. And you see the woman atop the dragon jump off, basically like let go and flies into the air and then disappears. As the freezing sphere hits the dragon, you see bits of its scales start to fall off. Its snout breaks in half. And then you see it starting to rumble and pulse. As it explodes in a massive burst of necrotic energy. Now, while this burst of necrotic energy is absolutely harmless at the distance that you've detonated the dragon to you, uh, you do see bits of its material, its body, just rain down the side of the mountain. Oh, we're gonna have to go clean that up later. We're not. It's a mountain. Well, yeah, I clean it up. Like the weather, rain. You know, that's what, a, <laughs> really that's what apprentices are for. <laughs> uh, the Hollow Knight like steps over and looks down the mountainside at this smear of of undead stormrack dragon remains. Did, can we tell? Did the did the rider like teleport away? Looks like or teleport or, or teleport to another place on the like? Did we see? Like, did she move? Or like gone? Or like another place on the mountain? Um, go ahead and uh, give me. I'll let each of you, all of you give me an Arcana check if you'd like. Oh, Arcana or religion, if that's what you would prefer. Got a 20. Eight. Got a net 20. Six. I rolled a three. Like I was okay, going I, to the animation. It was so close to being a 16, but then just tip. I also rolled a three. <laughs> I'm distracted by the gore that was the dragon. Okay. So um, those of you who got... Uh, 18 or better. Uh, recognize based on the um, there was an energy pattern that you would associate with um, the god uh, Otasel. And it indicates to you that the teleportation was very likely um a effect that pulled her back to a sanctuary some sort of a religious uh 
like a temple or or a home. So chances are very good, not anywhere on this mountain. The name of the god? He's Gotasl. gone. Did, you, did you succeed at that role there, uh, uh, Haiku? You're damn right I did. I got 20. You immediately start to put two and two together as you realize Otasl the Bone Lord is quite possibly that mysterious patron who has saved you in the past. <laughs> oh my god. Alocles, because he when he dropped Alan, he then went away from the group. We'll come back down and pick Alan up. No, and, you won't. And, and head back to the <laughs> nope. No, I won't. Nope. <laughs> Swoop down, off her hand. She's like, eh. fuck Alan. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, you all just shoved me off your horse like two fucking seconds ago. Not <laughs> we agreed that it was good to split, and I helped you dismount. As you uh, regroup, um, you can all very clearly see that uh, Haiku is disturbed by what he has seen. I, uh, upon like realizing that, I probably like just kind of like dropped to my knees, like right there, and just kind of like just kind of look like kind of like stunned. Who? Like I kind of stride up on the horse. You what was okay? That? You okay? Uh, I'm probably just like thousand yard stare right now. I don't. Uh, we're in trouble. Yes, that's yes. I'd hope to like question it. the writer, but the Hollow Knight says we must return home and prepare. I have a feeling that is not the last we're going to see of Glibidotel's forces. I'm going to kind of point to that rust spot on my face. Say, I don't think so either. As you're making your way back down the mountain, The Hollow Knight says, I suspect if Glibidotel returns, they're going to return in force. They must know by now that we have been infected. Uh, hopefully, they do not understand the reach or lack thereof of the infection. I think they'll give it time. Tactically, if they're going to strike, especially at the pace this is working, my guess would be they're going to strike sooner than later. Here's hoping quarantine works. I have an alternative solution. Hit them first. We will march on Glibidotel, those of us who are infected. The legionnaires and the 
uh, and myself. This is, I wish to make clear this is, I'm sorry? We're less than 100 people. It's not our, let me clarify. Our job will not be to march to Glibidatel. I suspect we will encounter an invading force on their way here. He turns to um, Alland, who's probably had the most time to interact with. He says, it is possible our clerics can find some sort of way, means of cleansing you from this disease. It doesn't seem to be impacting you. To that end, I would like you and your friends to remain here and allow our clerics time to research. I look to them as like, do you guys think it's a good idea? I think it wouldn't hurt. Please just speak up. We've poured everything we have into this. All we did was take it off a few days. I think the best thing they can do is go find a better answer. Where would they find it? Not here. He says, it is not my, you are not my soldiers. I am in no position to order you. But I would ask you to return to the quarantine tents and inform the, the workers there that you need to seek the counsel of the king. Are we ready to put the king's life on the clock? Nobody can speak through intermediaries. And he will have the wisdom, hopefully, to point you where you need to go next. He intended to speak to Corian sometime in the last week, yes? We have received no direct answers to any prayers. And I'll follow the orders you give me and hope what they do is enough. Our breathing friends, do you have any objections or questions about this directive? Um, how long will this take? I have no idea. Okay, I kind of have an appointment. Yeah, we like, we like have stuff. That we're up to, like, yeah. Uh, you are free. If you have other things you need to do, you are. This is not your fight, and you are free and go with our blessing. But my concern is, is that you are you are currently carrying a disease that can harm my children. 
to, to clarify very quickly, Travis, um, the bear friend that I met last week, he was like, you're tainted. Don't come back till you fix that. Yes, that is correct. Okay. Basically, what he was saying is don't bring that shit to Fenrillic. Okay, totally fair. Um, <laughs> and so and there's a whole ass ocean between us and that disease. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all got a real great uh, object lesson on why you don't do that. Um, okay. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if this guy's offering the possibility to get cleansed, then uh, Ithrin will go along. Any thoughts or protests from anyone else in the group? I look at Haiku and I'm like, are you okay? I, um, I'm really scared. Hmm. Made it. This is familiar. And, um, I thought I got rid of this and, uh, it's, this seems too, too much of a coincidence. I don't know. Okay, well, don't worry. We will take care of it, okay? Yeah. Any thoughts from the orc or the manticora, the knight says? Makes sense to me to stay and get healed. Even if it doesn't affect us, we are spreading disease. He nods. And what was that, uh, Charlie? But I'll do what everybody else wants to do. It's fine. As you wish. In that case, then, he turns to the army and says, if you have any messages... For your loved ones, you should perhaps give them to uh, our associates here. You, five or six of them chant, only that we died bravely. You hear a tune, very encouraging, if not somber melody strum from a loop somewhere in the group. A familiar twist on something heard before. As he's playing the loot, I kind of like reach in my pocket and I also pull out a loot and I just kind of like look at it for a second, like just hand shaking. And I just kind of like put it back. Kind of in playing it all. Kind of walk over and lean down to Taiku and say, I don't know how the fuck I learned this. Just kind of keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Feels like something he'd appreciate. Then I... What was that? I just kind of like, I just kind of like uh, look over and say, it's, it's not mine. The knight says, nor is, uh, nor is this mine. The knight says, fall in. We will buy the golden city as much time as we can. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of strum to a close. I'll 
take the loot off kind of over and I'll hand it to Haiku you should learn to play you have two now and then I'll walk away without him any answer he gives I'll ignore and I'll just walk away and go fall into line the hollow legionnaires fall into a formation behind the hollow knight and the hollow knight begins uh, singing a, a battle march from the divine war um, just a call and response about uh, the glory of dying in the service of the gods as they march to Corian's tribe to try to hold the pass as long as they possibly can. And that's where we'll wrap things up for this uh, session. Um, I, 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 I look at these from a, from a mount, his steed will look back kind of just as they give the cliff and kind of give a salute to the group. Gonna salute back. Just see heads over the heads over the the rise and out of sight. Excellent. And that's where we'll wrap our tale for this session. Any questions, comments, complaints, or concerns about the way things went tonight? This was great. You ran the surprise combat really well. <laughs> like, Thanks. Surprise, I, like... <laughs> I did not. Uh, thank you. I, I'm glad that it went that it went smoothly on your end. Um, <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> suicide war at all. It's it's fine. Well, maybe they'll send someone back to tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no movies have ever been made about anything similar right we got so, a, a, a hundred men holding a pass I could go wrong a hundred men in you know form fitting ab bearing armor <laughs> um, one can the imagination runs wild with all the shit that will be talked by these hollow legionnaires as they're f fighting down the uh the oncoming army of uh whatever glividatel is throwing at you but uh that'll be a tale for another time all right Jeez. off he goes hopefully see you guys soon <laughs> <laughs> we'll see perhaps one day if by some miracle Iolocles manages to survive this siege. 15 uh, will... points lower than I should be as a max <laughs> <laughs> at March. <laughs> yep. And with a bunch of other people who are now down several hit points from their maximum. It's it'll, fine. It'll be an interesting. It's not like fight. this is anybody's fault or anything. <laughs> 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 well having said that that uh, draws the curtain on Iolocles' journey with us for now I want to thank you again James for uh, being a part of this story for being uh, thank you so much for having me tug on the heartstrings of the players now they all have a reason right They're, they all have a motivation the, the hundred legionnaires 
you know, the century that fell is, is now a, a except for all. And she's like, fuck that guy. He pushed me off a horse. An <laughs> <laughs> exterior deep inside. I'm like, I never got to give him the shield that I'm making. Oh, oh, oh it's all for nothing. <laughs> no, I'm gonna cherish that shield. You know, it's gonna be very meaningful. But by I'll the time you, when I see you again, by the time you finish, it's gonna be the most beautiful uh, shield with 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 like adamantine with like gold filigree and Korean co- co- Korean uh, symbol is gonna be just. It's, oh, it's yeah, so I'll save it for when we see you again. I'll In make it. Good you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. So sad. Right? All he did was dig a hole for Ithrin and she's sold. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, on, on that note, then, I guess uh, that's where we will do our outros. Uh, thank you all so much for being here and uh, thank you for playing. Thank you, those of you who are watching either at home, uh, either live or in the VOD. I appreciate your support. Um, I'm going to have everyone go ahead and introduce themselves. Tell us who you are, what you do, uh, who you're playing, your pronouns, their pronouns, where we can find you on the internet or anything else you might wish to plug. And we will start that process off with our guest, Alicles, once again. I cannot thank you enough for being here. This has been a huge time and this will not, I can promise you whether or not it's Alicles, this will be not, not be the last time that you're at our table. I would love to have you back. We'll work some, we'll work out some scheduling stuff soon. It's been so much fun. Um, my name is James. He, him. Uh, I am a cloud infrastructure architect. I work on Amazon web services and make pretend computers do real things for people. Um, and mostly I just do that to fund my D and D addiction, uh, which I love. And, um, can't wait to get uh, some of the Scardland stuff actually in my hand because it's so metal. If you haven't done, if you didn't back it, get the backer kit. I'm telling you, it's epic. Um, and thank you so much all for letting me participate. And I hope I get to see you at either this table or another sometime in the future. Thank you so much for being here. It's really, truly been a pleasure. And I am I'm very, very grateful. Uh, not only just for the time, but also for the wonderful story and now motiv- tragic motivation that you have provided to the players. You, uh, and you I have to keep me alive because I need my shield. <laughs> uh, we'll meet again. Don't know where, don't know when. Um, so next up, that brings us to Sharlung. Please give us your pertinent details. Hey there, I'm Corey, a.k.a. Narf on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, and, uh, they, them today, I was playing Charlong also they, them, uh, the sorcerer of the element plane of water. Tattooist. It's been fun. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have anything in particular to plug today. Caves of Cud. That's it. Your game's cut. It's on Steam. I was muted. Um, next up, Alan, please give us your uh, pertinence. Uh, I'm Melina. I played Alan. Um, I'm going to miss Alicle is like so much. I know I don't show it, but the, we bonded over quarantine and everything. Uh, in real life, I'm an artist uh, and art teacher in Illinois. 
Um, I'm not really on social media much anymore, but I am on Tumblr, which is the worst or the best, depending. Uh, and you can find me there or on my Patreon. Um, yeah, that's me. You guys, Melena does amazing art. My wife's Christmas present. Melena did it. I'm just saying it's great. It was so much fun. Thanks for commissioning me, James. Yes. You guys should reach out. Let her do some stuff. You should. Mm-hmm. She does some beautiful stuff. You can also see her art in Frostlands of Fenrilic, uh, speaking yeah. of uh, where this campaign might wind up going eventually, if you all live long enough. Um, but <laughs> while I'm looking for the link to that, um, let's go ahead and scoot over to um, Ithrin. Please give us your pertinence. Uh, hello, my name is Rachel. Uh, I'm Stolen Fires pretty much everywhere on the internet. Uh, as far as when you can see me next, uh, tomorrow I'll be running Vampire the Requiem, a Blyles Brood game set in Detroit uh, that will be over at Vorpal Tales at uh, 2 in the afternoon uh, Pacific time. And then on Friday, I'm going to be running Masks of Narleth Hotep, uh, also at Vorpal Tales at 3 in the afternoon Pacific time. Uh, also, I have a Ko-Fi, and I have a Ko-Fi store, and I just uploaded a file to my digital Ko-Fi store. It is a 10-page essay on how to write a one-shot. Uh, so if you are interested in that, go to ko-fi.com slash stolenfires, all one word, uh, and it is pay what you want. Beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm going to grab that link and throw it in the chat. And whilst I am doing that... Uh, let's move right along to Charlie. Please give us your pertinence. I'm Thera. Uh, she, her. I play Charlie. Also, she, her. <clears throat> um, I'm allergic to the entire Midwest, so I've got nothing else. <laughs> yeah, it's been a uh, it's been a bad week for allergies in in the uh, leg and Sharon Weber household. Um, I do believe that Ko-Fi link that I just threw in the chat should take you directly to Rachel's book. Um, Thank you, Candy. And uh, last but not least, that leaves us with Haiku. Please give us your pertinence. Hey, guys. I am the massive hair that mech pilots this flesh body uh, known as <laughs> Mike Mutant. Uh, I play uh, Haiku, uh, both of us, he, him. In real life, I am a artist. Uh, I am on Instagram at Mike underscore mutant, um, pretty much everywhere uh, at Mike Mutant too. Give me a little follow, see what's coming up. Word, and I guess that leaves uh, me. I am Travis Leg. I have been the I've had the privilege of being the game master for this session. I am uh, he, him, they, them, all fine, and uh, I am the. I was a developer on uh, Dead Man's Rust, uh, so this is kind of bringing my baby to fruition. Uh, I would like to simultaneously compliment, complain, and brag all at once. Um, I commend you all for coming up with a quarantine solution very uh, quickly for this. And uh, and um, I would like to complain about that, making my job so much more difficult than it might have otherwise been. But I would like to compliment myself and the authors of Dead Man's Rust 
because we plan for this eventuality. That's right. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff in, in, in that you'll find within the manuscript that talks about running chapters out of sequence and when players throw wrenches in, in your works, because they will. Um, Dead, Dead Man's Rust is an adventure that covers levels 1 to 10, but it's not linear. And in fact, sometimes there's things you want to run from. Sometimes there's things you're just not ready for and you have to come back to. And sometimes all of the Howl Legionnaires that you just befriended go off to sacrifice themselves heroically on the field of battle um, so that they can buy you a few days to maybe figure out what you should do next. Somebody said um, that up front. <laughs> Not part of the deal. <laughs> this wasn't what I signed up for. Um, once again, uh, I also would like to remind you uh, when I'm not working on this stuff, I do work on some other things for uh, Ye Old Onyx Path, uh, one of which is the Technocracy Reloaded Jumpstart, um, which just dropped today in uh, POD and PDF over at DriveThruRPG. Um, it's set in the city of Rockford, which uh, is where I am from. Uh, and it's just a huge, awesome uh, introduction to the world of, of Mage the Ascension uh, through the eyes of the technocracy. Everything that you need to get a game going, including ready-made characters and a built-in plot is right there. And I highly recommend checking it out. If you've been on the fence about Mage or if you've never uh, encountered Mage the Ascension before, um, this is a good way to get in. Uh, so head over to draft through RPG and pick that up. Um, I also want to remind you that Trinity Continuum Assassins is available for pre-order right now. If you go pick it up at drive through RPG right now, you get access to most of the manuscript. They're still rolling out a couple chapters left, but a lot of the good stuff, a lot of the crunch, a lot of the powers are in there. Uh, so if you want to play characters making the world a better place through murder and mayhem, uh, you may do so uh, with Trinity Continuum Assassins. And last but not least, Trinity Continuum Anima is on Kickstarter. Right now, we are, looks like about 1,200, a little bit less than 1,200 away from unlocking the next stretch goal. Um, and we're at 980 backers, which is not too bad. We'd like to hit 1K backers. We'd like to be able to unlock that companion. So if you've not yet done so, please head over to Kickstarter and uh, pre-order support back Trinity Continuum Anima. There's a lot of cool add-ons. Uh, it's a wonderful cyberpunk RPG set in 2084 in the Trinity Continuum. It has a lit RPG element of a MMO called Terra Surge that your characters also play. Um, if you'd like to see that in action, you can check the VODs on this channel for Trinity Continuum actual plays. You can check the Onyx Path uh, YouTube channel for Trinity Continuum actual plays. Lots of, lots of cool stuff going on with Anima there. Um, I guess the next time this group sees you, it will be after uh, after Christmas. So let me wish you all uh, the happiest of holidays. Um, remind you uh, the importance of making sure you're practicing safe social distancing. You're quarantining if you need to. You're getting your shots and wearing your masks. Um, this is, uh, you know, because if you don't, then all of a sudden your new friend has to go off and fight necromancers um, or maybe just to get COVID or get somebody else sick. And that's not great. I put a mask on. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> but, What's uh, happening to me? <laughs> sometimes life just isn't fair. 
Um, but yeah, uh, I guess that does it for now for us. I will be back on the channel uh, Tuesday night. Keep an eye on the Monday meeting notes this week. There's probably going to be an announcement about a special science fiction double feature that's going to be happening on the, on the solstice. Uh, myself and Josh Deach, and they came from, and there's things we're planning. So we'll get an official announcement out to you soon. Um, in the interim, I guess, uh, be good to yourselves and each other. Uh, get your shots, uh, wear your masks, and have happy holidays. See you real soon.